1: Astonishing Legends is supported by Squarespace, Movement Watches, Blue Apron, and Harrys.com. And we're back with a foray into something completely
0: different. We hope everyone, in the States anyway, had a nice Thanksgiving holiday. And tonight, we're trying out something new that you'll find out about in short order. Okay, let's get it going. <laughs> Welcome
1: back to Astonishing Legends. I'm Scott Philbrook, and this is Forrest Burgess. The internet is the first thing that humanity has built that humanity doesn't understand. The largest experiment in anarchy that we have ever had. Eric Schmidt, executive chairman of Alphabet Incorporated, parent company of Google. Join us tonight for the first show that we've ever
0: done that was actually streamed live on YouTube before it was published to our feed. This is an experiment. We only barely know what we're doing here, so we didn't make a big announcement about this prior to doing it. Don't be mad if you didn't know about it. If this works, we'll be doing it again, and as a listener, you'll know about it well in advance. We streamed this episode live on our YouTube channel yesterday and took questions via chat from listeners who joined us. We only announced it on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, so if you're not one of our followers on those platforms, you wouldn't have heard about it. We did that because there was more than a fair chance that the entire thing would crash and burn. Oddly, it worked. So we hopped into the studio today to record this intro and a few other things so we could finish out the live event and make it into a proper episode. Our idea was to have a general discussion and take questions from listeners via chat at YouTube regarding past and possible future topics and just sort of an ask me anything for any kind of questions that listeners might have had. That said, it's time to get off the script this was all improvisational live conversation, so bear with us. Here's hoping it doesn't wind up like the new Coke, one of the worst ideas in history.
1: I liked it. We have received transmission, and you are live in three, two. two, one.
0: All right, we're a little late. Just going to stream now here. And we're coming back. We're not exactly sure when this starts, so I'm
1: talking. Did, did you, you press record? Yeah, it's so a press recording. Right, I guess
0: we're back. I, I think it's streaming right now. So the question is if anyone's going to watch. And how many thumbs eight. down we'll
1: get? <laughs> we've had eight people say that they've seen it, right? Yeah. And eight thumbs down so far. So we, we've, <laughs> had, we've had eight thumbs up. So thank you very much. If you've already clicked on us, uh, it's, a, it's a grand start. And thank you very much for, I guess, paying attention to your YouTube notifications that come up, right?
0: Yes, and uh, I have a chat window open over here if you wonder what I'm doing. So now I can see when people are typing, like Jesse right now, who just said it's streaming really good, which is awesome. (laughs) Very nice. Um, So it's good to be here. We just wanted to say, we're actually making this into a show, we're gonna release this as the podcast. So if you watch this, you're going to be hearing it as the podcast later.
1: Yeah. Uh, It remains to be seen how many people will be angered by that. (laughs) It's not, it's not our usual offering, but we thought it might be something fun, especially around the holiday time here, and also more interactive with the audience. So uh, it, all in all, it could be a good thing, unless we are horrible on camera, which I'm already very uncomfortable, but, no, you do but I, we're here. Yeah.
0: Well, I did the broadcast news thing where yeah. I, I pulled my shirt back. Like I've this, already made a know. mistake.
1: Since we have the lovely fireplace going, I'm yeah. now feeling very warm. So it's going to be just, like a thousand yeah, degrees. Okay. We might have I'm to turn missed. that
0: off. Uh-oh. All right.
1: Yeah, I know. See, this is now going to get... <laughs> Let's just do this, out of the get this out of the way, because that was the plan when we were all very calm and we weren't broadcasting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's already now, getting real. It's broadcast news.
0: Uh, that, this first thing I want to say about this is the YouTube channel has uh, just around 700, 730 subscribers, I think, and we've had it for a while now. We did that video that uh, some friends of the company did for Devil in the Diner, which was a fun show. And we're encouraging more listeners that have the ability to produce things like that if they're inspired by one of the episodes to make a short. And we'll, we'll – I mean, we have to check it. We're going to carry it. Yeah, we can't it.
1: promise we're going to air everything yeah. um, because there are – we're somewhat family-friendly – and we probably want to keep it that way, but but it could be. I mean, it could be dark also, and edgy. Yeah, no, it's like we're also Devil looking of, for things that are well made. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Devil in the Diner, which uh, a very interesting show. Whenever maybe the first thing we ever recorded. Yeah, it, didn't, it didn't air first, but it was the exactly first one that didn't ran. air first. But what's interesting is that people love it or they do not, <laughs> and, and they. Because it's a, it's a personal story, and some people just don't uh, care for those, don't believe them. And uh, and then others think it's the coolest, creepiest thing we've ever done. And certainly the animation is the coolest looking piece of uh, visual.
0: Yeah, that video's on our that channel. Yeah, it's that, worth Those watching. guys
1: did an amazing job. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Peter Sabatino. Sabatino and yes. And
0: Zico Dama. Zico Dama. A couple yeah. of guys I used to work with in New York, very talented guys. And uh, hello, Cogswell, the mad scientist <laughs> who has his own show, Mad Scientist Podcast. and uh, Cogs, as
1: we as we affectionately call him.
0: Yeah, Cogs. Just does, but it's, so. ni- it's nice to have you guys all in here. I, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to cover. Um, let's see. The Oh, right. So the YouTube channel, we started it to house those kind of videos, but we also wanted to do something more. We're, we're trying to grow as a show and, and possibly create uh, episodes like this that are live with video periodically. It's not something we're going to do all the time. But it's it's a it's a fun way to interact further yeah. with you guys and take questions and that sort of thing. And uh, so you know, we'll maybe be doing this once a month or once every other month or something like that until we get everything ironed out.
1: Yeah, it's one thing we talked about earlier today is that, you know, we just feel terribly ashamed that, you know, we got so many emails and we've we've mentioned this quite a bit. And one day we'll get the, to them all. It might be a couple of years from now. But here's a kind of a quick way to interact with you and, and maybe take some questions directly from. Uh, the listening audience. And uh, that way it's immediate. And, you know, we don't feel as bad. So it's kind of a way of uh, maybe a bit of an apology, but also uh, we love you guys. And the They're- fact that you've uh, uh, been so vocal and sending us and sending us things. that Again, we do read every one of them, but it's like, oh, some someone so wants to know about an entire subject. It's like, I- I'm going to have to take some time to formulate a an intelligent response so then of course yeah it that, takes
0: a long time but when Forrest yeah. writes writes back oh it's one pages those...
1: and then nobody ever writes back again so that yeah <laughs> he
0: shuts them down he yeah you,
1: him well down. You, just, you get your money's worth and I think you're just confounded and, and uh, flabbergasted so
0: <laughs> so man, <laughs> we have now. somebody who is actually asking if we would do an episode on sanitariums well
1: again here's that's here's a, a good shout out um, to uncle cracker on that uncle, one <laughs> is it a band that's a band <laughs> yeah, isn't it no, no that was just cracker. yeah yeah uh, well, we've certainly had people, uh, ask about that. And I think one, geez, I'm thinking, uh, if I remember who, who asked about it very early on about, uh, there's a famous one in Ohio, I guess it's been shut down, of course. Yeah. They're all haunted, aren't they? Yeah. But the problem is that it's a very broad, uh, it's a very broad topic. So we'd have to find one that was particularly haunted or spooky and cover the history of that. Uh, But here again, it's like, you know, we try and find topics for a show that uh, can really be fleshed out into an entire topic. And that is, you know, is there historical evidence for it? Uh, Are there eyewitness accounts? Can it be documented? The the Black Knight satellite. That was something we were talking about earlier
0: today. A lot of people have asked about the Black Knight satellite, and it's a fascinating idea. And for those of you that don't know, that's this mysterious object that's in uh, Earth's orbit that NASA has identified. You can see photographs of it online. But no one is copying to what it is. Although I think NASA, someone has said that it was space junk. Well, right? that's space it's everything. Yes,
1: it's it's yeah. either it's swamp gas. That's their version of swamp gas. It's it's space junk, which it could very well be. What's intriguing about it, and and personally, yeah, I, when people suggest it, like, oh man, I yeah, I'm I'm extremely curious. I would love to take my own shuttle craft to go up and and haul it back down here. Uh, although that might set off you Know an apocalypse of some kind, yeah, right. but no, the idea is that it it looks it's very, uh, I think pretty dark black in color. It uh, also looks like uh, something, it looks like a chest, it looks like a, a horse's head from uh, a chess piece, like a knight. yeah, so, a chess piece
0: yeah. that uh, Wayne, uh, Bruce Wayne would own.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's very, very modern, yeah, and angular, angular uh, Picasso like you could say, modernist, uh, cubist, and and uh, so it doesn't exactly look like a horse head, but that's probably the closest thing. Uh, approximation to something we have here on earth,
0: but the problem with with doing a whole yeah. story on this is that there's not a lot of data There's not enough data yet for us to build that into a full episode as you guys all know anyone who's watching this. We're very long-winded
1: <laughs> <So> <laughs> with We, need, we yeah.
0: need a lot of information to to choke through on something like that So we're, we're currently we're still waiting for that yeah. phone call from somebody who knows what the well is. I mean
1: th- again, so uh, you know, here's something to consider. It's like, you know uh, not for you, because please suggest anything that comes to mind. Uh, we still don't, just love hearing about it, but for us to cover it as an entire episode, uh, even in, in the, the briefest ninety minutes or two hours that we could do, you, you know, there has to be certain elements to it. So if the if there was somebody who we could interview or had written something, it's like I know exactly what it is, and this is way out and fringy, but here's what it is. That's something we could we could cover. The problem with it is that it's been photographed. Uh, so people know about it, but no one knows anything about it. So anything that we would talk about was purely conjecture. We've
0: basically covered the whole thing just now.
1: Yeah, no, that's what, <laughs> that was one reason for bringing it up. Again, yeah. great topic, but it, it's something that would be a little hard until, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody who's like, like Richard C. Hoagland, who talks about uh, the, the dark side of the moon. Now that is something we could maybe talk about, just objects in near orbit or or near the uh, near the moon, that are very unusual. But that's one subject where just punch that up into YouTube, Dark Side of the Moon, and you are gonna get a ton of some hokey videos and some are like, well, that looks pretty good if that's special effects. Yeah, But there's a lot to talk about. And certainly there's ex NASA, you know, uh, astronauts, Edgar Mitchell, uh, talks about just what might be there. There are uh, remote viewers. I just heard one, and I I can't remember her name at the moment, who uh, was on Coast to Coast being interviewed.
0: Don't want it's to get just too a much. a few weeks
1: ago, right? Uh, about a month ago, yeah. 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 I was I was driving home after a very late night, we were doing our session, and, and it was a driveway moment where I had to hear the conclusions, which they say for last. And this person is a very high level former government, I believe, uh, runs her own organization for remote viewing and for training people. Uh, but her conclusions of what's on the moon and what's on Mars, mind blowing. So right,
0: you know, no, it's uh, right up there. It's kind of it's right up there with a little bit with what we were talking about with the Mothman yeah. and. And um, Woody Derenberger's stories right. it's like they start to get so fantastical that they either way 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 have to be possibly true or this pe- these people are completely out of their mind Well here's
1: the, here, <laughs> yeah well here's the other thing it's you know for those of you that put stock into somebody's title, here's somebody that works has worked on government levels and and in military capacities I believe is now a private citizen who again is running her own organization. But very high level, and has, and is working with with former military remote viewers, and they've all come up with similar conclusions. So again, it's not somebody who's you know not to, not to take anything away from good old Woody, yeah, uh, you know, but it's not just somebody driving home from work who saw something strange. Yeah, these are people that that's their conclusions, and and again, I it's it's something I want to give too much away, but if you if you have access to coast to coast, or you're a member, you have to be a member. That's the one I think a difficult part. Oh of yeah,
0: that. they're not. Well, they have the radio show. So. They have the radio show. It's an AM it, radio. Yeah, show.
1: but I think to dig up in the archives or past shows. Oh right, right, right. You might have to uh, right to subscribe. Uh, it's not on demand. Yeah. Well, no, and I don't think it's very much pirated, so it'd be yeah. hard. It'd be hard to find, but it was wild. So again, that's something in that area where we could say like, okay, topic: dark side of the moon. It's very rich. There's videos we could point to. The only thing we could point to, Black Knight Satellite, is some photos, which are very intriguing, but like, maybe it is a giant crumpled up ball of black foil. I don't, you know, who knows? (laughs) All right, let's talk,
0: I want to take a look at some of these questions. So many people are- Oh, really? Right, We're getting uh, getting a a ton of information here. And I just want to take a quick look. What else we got? Somebody, uh, we're awkward. Thank you, Jesse. She says- We're we're awkward? She or he says that's funny. I think it's a, yeah, Jesse. Okay. Uh, and then- <laughs> Well, but, you
1: should see what gets edited out of the, out of the uh, audio program.
0: Yeah, too. you're about, we're about to find out whether or not we can do, but there was some question here I wanted to say, um, really enjoying the shows. Look forward to what, blah, blah, blah. Somebody asked, oh, a, any personal stories anytime soon? You know, it's funny with the personal stories. It's odd. We get more pushback on those. We don't get a lot of complaints and, and I feel very fortunate about yeah. that because considering how easy it is to be a troll these days, especially if you have social media presence, right? Um, we, we're not getting a ton of of negative feedback, although there are some reviews that I want to read before we go off <laughs> With, the air. Today. there's a few gems. Yeah, but uh, the some people don't seem to care for them. Uh, they're just oh, it's just these guys talking to their friends. I, you know, I personally, I try to pick ones that I think are yeah intriguing. Uh, well, and obviously, after a while, you do run through your friends. You've, you've gone through, or you've but there's some people that we haven't approached yet. Uh, right? No, no, there there
1: there are some. Uh, stories of people that we know personally that we haven't tapped. And again, because it has to be more than just kind of a one-off incident. There has to be something more to it that we believe, you know, again, it flushes it out as a story. Uh, now, yeah, some of our earliest complaints, I think, were like, well, yeah, these guys just tell weird stories of, you know, of their friends.
0: Well, when we started out, there was a lot more of that. And then, There was more of that. Yeah. And, and
1: so what, but, you know, again, everything's even, everybody's got an opinion on what they like or don't like, and they're very willing to share that with you. So what we've seen is that, you know, people like who just love personal stories because it's, it's a personal connection. It's somebody it's not just a story that's been that we found on the Internet and there's articles about it. And we've called a bunch of information together. Uh, people make a real human connection to these types of personal stories. And I would say out of most of uh, or what takes place mostly are people telling us their own personal stories that they did not want to share before because they thought that they were the only ones and they thought that they would be seen as, as crazy. And, and, you know, as we found sometimes relatives, your closest relatives, if you go around telling them these kinds of things uh, don't seem to call as often after that. So it's a very personal thing. And, and some people really love those. And then again, Scott said, you know, as Scott said, there are the people who are like, who who cares? Uh, this is just somebody's weird story. It sounds like they made it up and they want the attention. So it depends on where you're coming from.
0: Ray Vega asks, "Is there anything too frightening for you guys to cover?" I think not for me.
1: Yeah, you're yes he's braver Scott. than I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm and for somebody who doesn't, and this is what's interesting is that um, uh, I, I I'll relate a personal story about uh, with somebody I work, I, and they're not going to listen to this, but they, actually I told him to, so they, they might. But it, it's it's how you view it personally. Um, strange things, the paranormal in general, he, and for Scott, he's uh, again, this is why we're doing this is that he's he's got a very inquisitive mind. Uh, he's a research based guy. He loves checking you know everything that every venture that he goes into. Uh, if he suggests it to me, I'm fully in because I know he's done his research. so he's that's where he's coming from. But there are some some leaps and bounds that maybe he didn't want to take initially, which I can I totally understand because it it doesn't make sense. It's not rational. So he's kind of like let's let's see some proof. Let's study this. Let me see if I can find a way in. want to believe or 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 an angle in so as we've been doing this there's a few things where i think he's like i'm not checking that out ever well i'm like you know i'm
0: still waiting to personally experience something because i i've i have had some unusual experiences with sort of you know the hair standing up on the back of my neck and bone chilling feelings but those are the kinds of things that you can't cooperate with anybody else you can't relate it to anyone else and maybe it's psychosomatic so i still don't take that as hard evidence that i'm experiencing something unusual but I'll I will say that when we started out, yeah, I was, I was inclined to think that we were going to stumble across less things that wigged me out than
1: we have. Oh, so so you've been a little bit surprised. Matt, yeah, and more, I more things that actually that you didn't know about the story or that. Well,
0: I mean, for instance, Greyfriars Kirkyard, which yeah. I always joked about, and you know that was back when we were doing way too many sound Probably effects.
1: Probably a but... year or two. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> well, but no, well we we timed was fun. Them, we timed them better, and yes, it, that's that's the kind of story that. Um, I would say more people than not seem to enjoy the kind of the, the spooky ambiance because it is a little bit of radio theater. You well, yeah. for me, the priest that went there yeah. and in
0: an attempt to exercise the black mausoleum Who was I? I can't remember now because we did that story so long ago. But I think he was Colin. I think his first name's Colin. Yeah, he was in his forties, maybe. No, he was in his uh, early 60s. Oh, so he was older. I'm sorry, not to dismiss what Mm -hmm. happened to him. No, but essentially he went there, and six months later he was dead. He had been in good health prior to that. Maybe a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's been so long. Yeah,
0: for me, whether I believe or not, I don't particularly want to go to a place where something might get attached to me. Why
1: risk it? Yeah, Yeah. you know why? Why go there and poke the bear? I will watch you with the
0: binoculars. <laughs> well,
1: it's, uh, again, and and it's it's funny because this has come up from time and time again, and uh, and just between us personally, like, you know, he always jokes that, like, you're the guy who says, well, nothing will happen to me. I'm sure I'll be fine. You know? It's yeah. like, I won't be struck by the, I won't be affected by the earthquake or this and that. And really to explain that better uh, is that I don't think that something won't happen to me. It's just a law of averages that usually nothing happens to me that's of that nature. So... For me to go there would be, yeah, one of my first really uh, kind of bone-chilling uh, uh, paranormal if something experiences. Happened. I mean, we and have plenty, something and, we, and sorry, I bumped my mic, but yeah.
0: we have plenty of listeners that have gone and nothing has happened. No, and that's what know?
1: we say. Look, it, that's what you have to take away is that we're always telling these stories and and relaying these people's, uh, you know, probably the best stories of their life. Yeah. The top two are things that have ever happened to them that are the most interesting things that I'm sure they save for the zinger at the at the dinner party. So these things are very rare. Uh, but it's always that way. It's like, look at Skinwalker Ranch. You know, if we combine all the stories, it's like, oh my god, this is a this place is a hotbed of of crazy antics and uh, and, and unexplainable things and things being cored. But when you when, when you, like, <laughs> but that's what Bigelow said. There. If you were to go there or George Knapp, it's like probably nothing's going to happen. It'll yeah. be hot and dusty, and there's cows, and it'll smell like cow dung, and then that's it. It's a and desert ranch. Yeah, it's a yeah. desert ranch, and so. These things that happen at, uh, at supernatural places or at, uh, in people's lives are still pretty far, few and far between. Now, the difference is, is that if you, if you go to Greyfriars, uh, it's just more likely that something strange is going to happen there because it has a history of that. There is another story that I am a little trepidatious about covering. Which the the the, uh the the, oh the the gateway to hell?
0: No, no, that's easy. Uh, (laughs) uh, Dulce is a
1: is a little disconcerting. Well,
0: because of the. Possible connections to the military and that. Okay, that's of, another
1: thing, and, that, yeah. and that's something we always tell people is like, look, this this endeavor is generally, very generally called legend tripping. Oh, and by the way, we should tell people for the, the ones that don't know what Dulce is. You, oh, well, Dulce better, Base. Yeah, Dulce yeah. Base. You, Which just you, you, means sweet in Spanish. Yeah. You know? It's not. Oh, it's not all that sweet, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's
0: not far from Skinwalker as
1: the. No, again, it's know. that whole. Uh, let me see. It would be northeastern or just off of center axis to the to the uh, east. In New Mexico, so you have White Sands not too far away. It is a land of enchantment. We'll tell you that. It, yeah. It's again that whole Southwest is. Uh, got a lot of uh, very interesting and cool things going on, and and some possibly dangerous things. Now, yeah. Scott just mentioned something that I was getting to is that it, it when you go to if you ever do decide to visit these places, you have to take extreme <clears throat> caution, and we certainly don't recommend going on a private property. You have to get permission from the owners. If it's government property. Um, you know, there's a sign at Area 41 that Deadly 51. Fort... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is an Area 41. You know, there's different areas yes, that are numbered. Yes, 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 That just happens to be Area 51. Yeah. Uh, That, you know, lethal force...
0: Is me, authorized. Le-
1: yes. Le- yeah. Lethal force is authorized, which they're going to escort you off, and they're going to take your name and your license plate number, and probably nothing's going to happen, except I, I know a friend of a friend where he, he got a, a, a MIB visit after... Men in Black. Men in Black. He had some... Men in Black show up at his door, asked him questions after he visited Area Fifty One. So that's a that's a whole other story, but that's the that's the whole of the story. Now, the, what we're what we're getting at is that uh, there's places I would not, I'd be very cautious about visiting or poking around because there's a law enforcement or military, you know, government angle.
0: Well, and and the thing with Dulce, and and I'll just be brief on this. Yeah. um, But the the thing with Dulce is that it's the the show that. Um, uh, Byrne, what's his name? Uh, Oh, uh, Bill Burns. Bill Burns. Yeah. William Burns. Had done. PhD. They were, they had the show that was highly rated and was doing UFO hunters. hunters. And I actually knew somebody that worked on that show, uh, a production assistant or a producer's assistant, and they were doing well and they had made plans to cover Dulce base and were unceremoniously canceled immediately. Now you can't, (laughs) No one can cancel us because we're podcast, <laughs> but we could be personally yeah. canceled, you know, which well, I'm not you, interested in. No, what would
1: happen is like all your credit cards are canceled and yeah. you've got- uh, You're being off, audited. You poc- yeah, for the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I that worries me a little bit, but I got to admit that, you know, there's supposed to be the underground levels and the cows with human heads and I know, it sounds that's intriguing.
1: The, well, again, that's, there's, uh, I heard an interview with somebody- uh, not a uh, middle-aged guy, probably his late 30s, early, maybe mid-40s, who is a police officer there. His, his father was uh, a longtime uh, police officer in the area, and he's called all these stories together and did his own research. And what I love about this, and maybe Cogs will love this too, because it it always comes down to the scientific uh, viewpoint, and that you hear about all these strange, crazy things happening, and, and yeah, uh, you know, I mean, alien-human battles, things escaping searchers going looking for weird cryptids that have escaped or, or you know so all these cr- crazy stories have happened and so th- this this guy this former police officer had had tried to got get to the you know he tried to get to the bottom of all this and so and again here's the conclusion that i love is that most of it maybe 95 percent take out, out of 100 cases 95 96 are are explainable it's either yes it's it's their you know scavenger animals that have picked at something there's something that could be pointed to that makes more sense than not. What I love uh, is that there are four of those cases out of the hundred that are totally unexplainable by any rational means, which is like, this is so weird. We don't even, we can't even begin to explain what happened. Yes. So that usually boils down to every, every case that we look, you know, the thing that we look at is like, yes, most of this is explainable except for these things, which yes, could be, you know, alien hybrid, you know, hunters. Running free. <laughs> running Crazy, so... All right, uh, for
0: listeners of the podcast, we have to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute.
1: Hey, Scott, you ever get any of those family holiday newsletters?
0: You mean the flyers folded up with the Christmas card humble bragging about what everyone in the family is up to? Yeah, we still have a few diehard old-school relatives who go to the trouble sending those out.
1: Well, why wait for the holidays? They could be humble bragging all year long with a Squarespace website. What they probably don't know is that Squarespace makes it just as easy to put all those updates, pictures, and videos on a family website of their own. Plus, it would look so much better, and they wouldn't be limited to one page or two or three or seven. (laughs) Yeah, if you're lucky. (laughs) And it's not just for family news or your personal blog, because Squarespace is also the easiest and fastest way to sell your homemade goods or personal services, like Aunt Patty's knitted scarves or cousin Barney's snowplow service. You're talking about Squarespace's e-commerce functionality. Like their search engine optimization,
0: so people can find you on the web. And their free and secure hosting, so you or your buyers
1: don't get hacked. Exactly. And if you're serious about building your business, Squarespace's analytics can help you grow it in real time. Also, everything's already been optimized for mobile devices, so your customers can buy from you anytime, anywhere. As they say, it's an all-in-one website solution. With Squarespace, all you have to do is buy your domain name and choose from over
0: 200 extensions like .biz or .tv instead of the tired old .com. Pick one of their elegantly designed templates, customize your look with a few clicks, and you're ready to go.
1: And their 24-7 award-winning customer support will never leave you hanging. They take care of all the patches and updates behind the scenes so you don't have to. See how beautiful your
0: business, wedding website, or family brag blog could look by checking out Squarespace with a free trial. Just go to squarespace.com, start browsing, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code LEGENDS to save 10%. Squarespace.
1: Make it beautiful.
0: Hi, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to Astonishing Legends with Scott Philbrook and Forrest Burgess. Now back to the show. I did want to say, let's see, we had a couple of other questions. Um, a lot of people, uh, Latincus, as well as some other people are asking uh, about the rules. And, and before we go into that, I also oh, yes. want to address one other question. Yeah. Uh, Native okay. Native Dine 93. Dine. Is, Dine. Dine Native uh, Dine, excuse me. Uh,
1: yeah. Thank you. Well, sorry, that's, uh, that's the, the Navajo people. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Native Dine 93 wants to know if we believe in a higher power.
1: Another good one for when we come back. Yeah, which... so well, we're back now. we are you? You don't have to wait. I was going to walk away and have a kind uh, of a soda. <laughs> we're back now because uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. 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 Bored. We're going to splice
0: the spot. The ad. It. Forrest doesn't really get how this all works. But no, i going to splice the ad <laughs> in. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. You, kid. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I no, I totally got it. I, I was just kind of hoping uh, we don't have to take a real no, break. No, I, I I understood that. I was just it was just an irrational hope. Yeah. Okay, so we're back. Um, we're back from the break. Yeah. Uh, what's Wait, the first one you want to handle?
0: Um, do we believe in a higher power?
1: You want, that's, well, that's, that's a, a big yeah. question. It's a very personal question. Yeah. And, um, my belief is like, look, it, it's, as far as what we believe, well, if it's a, if it's a goofy story, we're, we're going to give you our conclusions. If it's something very personal, um, I don't mind, I don't mind sharing that, <clears throat> but I believe that our, and this was my prediction before we started this, is that Scott's viewpoint on... Everything would change slightly because I knew the path that we we're going to head down and I knew the questions that we'd be coming up. And because, again, it makes you question your own beliefs. And that's the thing. That's the one thing that makes people the angriest, but yeah. also the most inspired, uh, the, the most interactive with us. Because when it comes down to personal belief, that's everything. And people and, do know, get mad. they get real
0: mad. They about get very if, mad. We, if we cover it's, something that they don't personally believe, um, that's when we get we can get some vitriolic feedback. Yeah, you know? and,
1: and you know look, some of it is that I don't think yes, they're they're directing it towards us or our subject that we've interviewed or the you know the person telling their story. But what I believe deep down is it, part of it is that the other part is that they are now questioning their own beliefs subconsciously. Because, again, it it all depends, like, what would you, they always say this, what would you do if your best friend that you've known since childhood told you a crazy story, like some of the ones that we've heard, whether it's Dr. Ferber's story, uh, uh, Are We Ever Alone, or it's, and again, the one that hits close to home for me is the Sludge Entity series. And somebody tells you this, like, what what do you say, like, well, I know this guy's not crazy, I've known him since, since childhood, but he didn't know what he was seeing okay, that's one way to, to, to handle that. What if he, what if you believe that he did see something strange? Then what does that say? Is it, are these things possible? What do you now believe? You know, and, and, and because the people that these things happen to will tell you one thing, it's like with the devil in the diner. We've had a couple of comments like, well, that, what, that's a stupid story. She just saw somebody weird at a diner in New York and middle of the night, you know, you're going to see somebody strange. That doesn't make, you know, that's not a story. Well, you weren't there experiencing that. And the fact that two separate people...
0: Well, yeah. And again, you're talking about knowing somebody personally. I've I've known Paula Pell for, I guess, going on 12 years now. Yeah. She is street savvy. You you don't live in New York City for dozens of years and not get to know when somebody is dangerous or not dangerous or different. Your instinct just gets really at a higher level when you're living with people like that. In other cities, in, in the United States anyway, you spend all your time in the car or out in the country by yourself, right. or whatever. But in New York, you are down in it all the time, and yeah. you get you do develop a higher, a heightened sense of awareness. And I it's, trusted yeah. her judgment in that story. Absolutely,
1: and it's also her job to study character and yeah. write about it. So yeah. she's paying a lot more attention than the average person, and in the legal sense, they would call it like a, a trained observer. Yeah. So anyway, getting getting back to that, it's like. The the way that she described it, and, and I and I do believe her every every word of it, and, and also what her friend experienced is that it's so it's it's such a soul shaking experience that you can't properly relay that to somebody. You can't make them feel that, and you could say like, well, that's just your nervous system reacting. But for two people to do it at the same time, again, that opens up a, a, a very interesting question. Now, getting back to the the, the main point is that. Um, you don't. We well, say this all the time. You don't know really. I I believe what you believe until you experience something like that that makes you question your. Beliefs. That changes your whole. Belief. That changes you know, your whole an atheist
0: and foxholes thing, and and that's the thing. I I will say. I know that we have a lot of atheists that listen to the show, and I know that we have people of faith, all different faiths, that listen to the show. Yeah. Um. I I don't. I don't think it's upon us to necessarily share our personal views. So I'm not putting you on the spot to do that. But I will just say that. Yeah. I am not an atheist. I have described myself in the past. As agnostic, he's again, yeah, he's quite open minded. Yeah, he's looking. Uh, for I believe things. in the force. Yeah. Like, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> a sort of, I sort of trend towards, I think, a Buddhist philosophy overall right. Right. energy, positives and negatives, and the universe balancing itself out, which is something that our show has yeah. actually further entrenched for me. Regardless of the wrapper the that you put on it as a belief system, I do feel like there is a scale that is self correcting. So there you go. Kind of a, yeah. a,
1: a universal force. Yeah. A, a, uh, it's, so he's heading that way. And he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and by the, by the way, my sister... I'm sorry. Yeah, I have yeah. to interrupt because oh, sure. that's what I do.
0: Um, my sister-in-law and her husband are both uh, ordained Methodist ministers. And he has a doctorate in theology. And I've had lots of deep discussions with them. And about they still tolerate his
1: crazy, his yeah, crazy things. Yeah, well, we're hoping know?
0: to have him as a guest or you know, yes, doctor as a guest on yeah. the show
1: at some point. But anyway, sorry, uh, well, ahead. it's okay for for myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I will say again, not to. Uh, and you know, what's interesting is that um, people who claim a di- different denomination, it's like then it gets down to like, wait, are they Methodist? Or you know, are they meth- Methodist? Okay, that that there you go. That's why they're a little crazy. Yeah. So it, it gets down to. Um, tribalism in a way and and just kind of compartmentalizing what branch of faith you believe. But I, I will say, yes, very generally, I do believe in a higher power and, uh, I do believe that it's, uh, everything is everything. It's all kind of one thing. Everything's being controlled though by, I don't know if you'd call it a singular consciousness, but, uh, we are here for a purpose. I do believe that. And, um, why this all is the way it is, why do things seem so crazy, why do things that happen that aren't supposed to happen seem to happen, we may never know, but those are the answers that we're looking for. So yes, uh, uh, yes, for me personally, I believe in God.
0: So there there we go. All right. Uh, Rolando Mota, if I'm saying your name right, Rolando, wants to know where you're from.
1: (laughs) Well, there's, there's, you know what, all I'll say is there's clues here and there. There is a reason why, and it's become a running gag. I mean, I I think at first, um, I can't remember how it came up, is that, uh, uh, I don't know if Scott mentioned it in some way. Generally, there's some, where I'm from, there is somebody that might potentially get harassed. That's all I can say. So it's not a big deal. If if you put the clues together, if you Mm. listen to past episodes, I may have even mentioned it directly once it's not too hard to figure out and certainly if you know me or went to high school with me you know exactly where i'm from it's not such a it's not such a um mystery shall we say and it's kind of fun again to kind of to kind of play off that but uh no what i will say again we've thankfully we've not received anything threatening or too vicious but we've had some strange communications from people that i believed if if it was if they knew more information, it, it it wouldn't be beyond them to, again, maybe not act out physically, but you never know. So it's like, you know what, to keep these people who uh, might easily be identified uh, and who aren't going to understand what's happening if something like that did, it's to protect them. So it's not really, again, it's not a big deal. You could, you could probably put the clues together. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'll just say this. Right now, at this very second, if you look around in the mise-en-scene of this tableau... There is a clue. Is there? Well, it will lead you to it, but it won't be the exact thing. Don't look at my t shirt.
0: No, I'm not. (laughs) I was looking for the clue. I can't. Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's it. We like to, it's it's kind of fun. No, Uh, I will say very generally, um, uh, I was born and raised and grew up, uh, and I've been here in the Southern California area much longer than uh, where I grew up now, just because I've moved down here for for school and for work. Uh, But yeah, I would say generally Eastern Washington, Northern Idaho, Western Montana.
0: Never less Area. than three states.
1: <laughs> no, but actually when you, when you, when you're from there, you kind of, uh, and it's interesting, you kind of, uh, that's where you, you kind of claim your stomping ground is because we're always taking trips. People have vacation properties in another state. So that's all very similar and it's all very close together. So like if we would hop in the car, I 90 runs through, I think all the way, all the way. Um, I don't know how far East it goes, but it goes to Seattle. So if you get on I 90, you can be in three States in an hour. Yeah, that's true. So where you're from, uh, Central-ish North Carolina. Yeah,
0: I, I was actually born near Death Valley because my dad was a That's right. civil servant at the China Lake Naval Base. Um, and then I, uh, when I was two, I moved to Denver and until I was nine, I lived in Denver and then I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, which is where I consider myself as being from. I grew up more in North Carolina. Although Denver has a special place in my heart. Right. Death, Death Valley, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love Death Valley. <laughs> no, to it's visit. cool. I, yeah. I don't know that I'd want to live there. It's hot there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, um, unless
1: you're in an underground secure bunker. Uh, it's
0: it's, it's, air, a, it's, air it's air a cool place. It's yeah. a very
1: awesome place. No, there are where, very some very interesting things to check out. Like Panamint City, which is something uh, yes. that we've talked
0: about, which is a lost gold mine. There's a, you know, if you ever look at the, um, the landscape in the desert Southwest, you see with the cliffs and the valleys, there are these slopes at the base of them. That's called an alluvial fan, which is where the erosion creates. If, if you famously have seen any of the Westerns with yeah. John Wayne or or even the, uh, um, uh, I can't remember. No, those might have been shot in Italy. Yeah. But a lot of the ones that you have been shot in Monument Valley, Valley where you see the mitten and the, the skirt at the bottom of it, that's an alluvial fan. And in Death Valley, I believe it's in Death Valley proper There is an alluvial fan that came down with. There was a river, and there was a town, a mining town called Panamint. And it used to be, you could go off-roading there, but you had to have a very sophisticated
1: vehicle because it's very rugged. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, to get into. But there is a little general store. There's a there's one guy that lives there with his dog, I think, and he's got like a little provision shop, you know.
0: Yeah, and I I feel like we have a listener that works in that area. Actually, now that I think about it, I think yeah, I think you're right. um, But that manages a hotel or something near there, but panamint had all their payroll in a safe for the miners when a flash flood flooded the town and just wiped it out down the fan <laughs> into the valley and the the safe was supposedly filled with just
1: well it was of hundreds I, I of I believe of it was the gold, uh, the right? wells fargo payroll had just come in right so here's the story is that it, it was a flash flood the other great background is like bodie um it was a very wild, town, a very wild yeah. town, because you got a lot of miners with money and a lot of booze, and it's a boom town, and so a lot of things are going on. Not much law enforcement, or they couldn't really control things. Uh, I can't remember if it's Bodie or if it's—because uh, um, these are written about by local newspapermen, yeah. and uh, and I can't remember if it's Bodie or it could have been Panamint City, but— it got so bad, there were so many gunfights that they started putting boilerplate on the saloon walls because they were, people were shooting through from one saloon into the next. And people were getting hit that weren't even involved in the fight. But the, the story is they had, a, they had a, a bad torrential rain, which can happen in the desert. A uh, quick note here I don't know why, but if you are uh, a European listener and you're interested in coming out to the American West, the, the Southwestern desert, that happens a lot, it's a very treacherous place. Yes. We just had people that got lost and and uh, and passed away. Yeah. You ha- you should not go in summer, you should go in winter, and you must take provisions. You have to take extra water. And yeah, it sounds kind of silly, but yeah. They see it as cool and they come out here and you don't um, realize
0: how remote it is until you no, have if you get car trouble. <laughs> yeah, if
1: you get stuck, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even have to be that hot. There's yeah. a there, there's a famous story, it was in the in the LA Times here. Uh where a, a famous kind of a Dutch DJ, I believe, and his German girlfriend came out to visit. They had a rental car for the day, Dodge Charger. It wasn't even that hot out. It was probably like early spring, like March, but it'll get up to, you know, 85, 95 in the day. They got the car stuck. Uh, he made it a couple of miles. He decided to get out and walk. He made it a few miles, dropped dead from exo- from heat exhaustion by the side of the road. She went after him a few hours later. She made it about a mile. So nothing to fool around with. Anyway, so, but getting back to the story that, yeah, and you can get caught in a flash flood uh, if it starts to look like bad weather. And this is what happens in the desert. It just starts uh, pouring rain. As it was described, there was a maybe a, a 15 to 20 foot wall of water that come down the ravine, yeah. took everything with it. Flash and, floods. Yeah.
0: And that's another thing. When you're out there, you don't realize how dangerous they are because the the rain, you can be crossing a dry gulch. The rain happens miles and miles away. You have no idea about it, especially if you're not paying attention to the weather. But what happens is it all washes down and it comes down these gullies. And if you're got your car in the middle of it, or you're having a picnic and taking a photograph, it can sneak up on you like a tsunami and and take you out in a matter of
1: seconds. Yeah, you, I mean, by the time you hear it you're again, it's yeah. it's hard to these are these are very abstract kind of things. And unless you've been in one, you it's hard to picture in your mind. But it it can happen. So if you think like. A very heavy safe that weighs 500 pounds yeah. can be washed away. And, and certainly, you know, we don't have to tell people that have been in some of the more um, uh, people places that have had floods or that have experienced tornadoes and hurricanes. If you've been in one, you can see what can happen. Pieces of straw get stuck into trees and fence posts. Yeah,
0: I've seen that myself uh, with hurricanes at the coast of North Carolina. I've seen uh, yeah. straw from hay impaled into a telephone pole.
1: Yeah force yeah. equals mass times acceleration so yeah. it can be very dangerous so we don't have to tell you these things but if, but if you're part of, from a part of the country that's relatively calm maybe you've had some giant hail uh you you it's hard to imagine these things but they can happen so so that's the story it, yeah. it, a flash flood came through uh a lot of deaths I don't know how many people survived but it carried a lot of people you know you may I'm talking, speaking about the act of God. Who know it was it was a very wicked town. It got, some people think it was a, 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 an act from a higher power, Gamora kind of thing. Yeah, it got yeah. washed away. So then, then it's just all washed out in this alluvial fan. So now you're talking about oh, three, four, five feet of mud. And somewhere is that safe out right. there? If you could find it. Oh, and this is the you thing know.
0: I always wonder though: if you find the safe and you declare it, you have to. Go through the government. There's taxes and discovery. It depends fees on which
1: state you find it in. They yeah. have different laws about. So you uh, might not uh,
0: always say that you found it if you found it. And here's the thing with every treasure: yeah. you don't, you know, even God forbid, Oak Island. Something could have been pulled out of there a hundred years ago and yeah. not necessarily announced. Right. <laughs> so you no, know that, and, and, that
1: happens because, and again, there's other countries where people don't even want to go looking for anything because. The, for all your hard work, the government's going to own all of it. Yeah. And for you, or for you to claim your small percentage, it, it, basically they're going to tie you up in court for years and you're just going to give up. So uh, yeah, here though, if you were to find that, I believe, um, again, if it's on BLM land or if it's- That's the uh, uh, Bureau of Land Management. Right. They're, they
0: manage all the property that is not privately owned. Yeah. And in, in, especially in the Southwest. And in fact, they're the ones that the um, the guys who had the, the sit-in um, not the Dakota Access Pipeline, but prior to that, right. uh, the ranchers who were being denied uh, grazing land that uh, oh, are overtook you that about, office. Uh, Malheur? Malheur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That national was a BLM ref-
1: office, I think, that they took. Yeah, over. it's a national ref- refuge, I believe. Yeah, animal refuge. Yeah, that's the other thing is that there are different oh, yeah. rules. If it's a national monument, if it's a national park, yeah, you're not really supposed to be digging around, taking anything out of there. I, I believe, but it, but the rules vary. So check your local listings, and they say you have to really check the local laws. Huh. Uh, And that's why I say, don't go trespassing and poking around for stuff unless you fully checked it out and uh, you're sure you're allowed to do that. And what are the rules if you do find something?
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back. So Forrest, have you finished all your holiday shopping?
1: Haven't even started. What about you?
0: Well, you know what? I'm trying to decide who gets a movement watch. Oh, you've actually come up with a great gift idea for once. I'd love to get one of those as a gift. Everyone loves getting a watch as a gift, and with Movement Watches starting at just $95, you can deliver a lot of style and class and not bust your holiday
1: gift budget. Well, the great thing about Movement Design is that it features modern yet classic lines for both men and women, so you don't have to worry that it's so funky and cluttered looking that the person's not going to dig it. And they can personalize it with interchangeable bands that suit their look. Movement also carries a line of super cool sunglasses to help you battle that low winter sun.
0: The craftsmanship is really solid too, so I have no hesitation in gifting anything from Movement. And with free shipping and free returns, it'll be the easiest holiday shopping I'll be doing this year. Get fifteen percent off today by going to
1: MovementWatches.com slash legends. That's M slash legends. Gift the movement. Hello, everyone. I'm Aaron Humphreys, and this is Astonishing Legends. Let's get back to the show.
0: Okay. See, now that's the end of the
1: break. Yeah. For us. And now back we're to, back. Yeah, we're back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <What> a, <laughs> thank I didn't say I went to the restroom before all this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, but I do want to talk about. Oh uh, yeah. People are asking about uh, the rules, and oh, uh, uh, so way. we got a couple of questions
1: queued okay. up here. Maria,
0: who uh, is one of our most interactive listeners and a uh, participant in the arc uh, also cogswell's in here tess is in oh, here yeah. there's a couple oh, things that yeah. we need to talk about okay um uh, so i'm going to queue up some of the questions that you guys have brought up uh one we'll talk a little bit about oak island and what's going on there because someone has brought up uh being frustrated with the way the show's proceeding um and we'll talk Not about our show the, no did, no no the tv show well, i'm sure there's
1: that, <laughs> there's that. Um, they give up after part Four point right. A. Four A, four B. <laughs> After the We just did hour. a
0: five-parter, and we snuck it under the radar as four A and four B. Yeah. Was that the <laughs> longest? I think it is the longest we've ever done. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we had things to say.
1: We, that's the thing. We get to see what we want.
0: Um, but what I did want to talk about was, um, we'll talk about that. Well, let's talk about the rules a little bit. Okay. Uh, people are asking about that. And let's also talk about... Um, uh, People are asking about the Summerton Man, the recent announcement. That's a pretty mm. quick and easy one. Yeah. Uh, that announcement, like a lot of announcements, was not the one that just happened, was not necessarily new information.
1: Um, yeah, you're ta- TSM here, Somerton Yeah, Man. the Somerton
0: yeah. Man story. It, you know, we thought it was going to be big news, or a lot of people did. I actually personally didn't think it would be. It's kind of like the Amelia Earhart one that just happened. That was not a big announcement either.
1: Uh, no, I mean, it, look, it, it, it filled... Uh, Summerton Man... Uh, it was the DNA findings, right? The uh, and who was the? Um, uh, she's fantastic. I think she's a DNA genealogist. Oh yeah, researcher. I can't remember
0: her name. We're in touch she, with her actually. Yeah, so actually, uh, I can't remember right. We now.
1: we had contacted her, uh, and this is before she. I believe this announcement came out, but that's something that she was working on. Is that because, as you know, there are DNA samples of the Summerton Man from that plaster cast that you can actually see in one of the YouTube videos because. As they did it post mortem, there are just, chest hairs stuck to it.
0: I went to look for her name in my imbo- yeah. in my Google inbox. I'm like searching genealogist. And you. all I found was a, you. a reminder that says, <laughs> call genealogist. <laughs>
1: That's
0: <laughs> very helpful. Her name. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. But okay. she, she has a business that uh, specializes in finding people and and for people who are uh, trying to find uh, de- deceased relatives or make yeah. connections—that's what she right. does. Right, she's she, kind of a
1: gene- genealogical detective. Yeah, and um, she
0: said that yeah. she had future stories she wanted to talk to us about, but she had to wait until they broke, and she was able to tell the
1: loved ones first. Yeah. So I actually right. going to reach back out to her. But that's the thing: there's there's still possible relatives of his. Yeah. I think believe I believe though that with uh, the discovery of the DNA analysis, that she was able to pinpoint that his he and his ancestry came from. The Virginia. North Virginia, but yeah. along the northeastern seaboard, yes. right?
0: Yeah, not not too far from where the Kukowski's grew up, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that's um, right. Yeah. The, uh, there was a connection to Thomas Jefferson, a genetic connection to Thomas Jefferson. Right. But this was all information that was already known. And if you listen to our series, we talked about it. So yeah. she wasn't divulging anything new there. I do think she's working on new information that hasn't been released yet. I think what happened was she went on the road and was expected to speak somewhere. And she spoke about something that was maybe not widely known, but if you're a listener to our show, you already knew it. And the same thing, and this is the same right. thing, I want to say this exact yeah. same thing with Amelia Earhart and the the bones on Nicomaroro, right. which is where Tigar is currently researching. And for us, you know, history will prove us one way or the other. I guess on this, but oh, I'm right about that
1: one. Uh, Saipan, are you coming down on Saipan? No, i mean, yeah, that, yeah, that she was taken uh, prisoner by the yeah, Japanese. That's that's
0: what I think yeah. too. Um, we're reasonably certain that 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 is. You know, there may be some mystery as to what happened prior to her getting to Saipan. Well,
1: how she got off course, how that happened, was she? Did she get riddled with bullets? You know, did mm. uh, you know? And that's what forced her to either go off course or land. Right. Where she, where they weren't, her and Fred Noonan weren't planning, uh, what, how that happened. But from our perspective and, and just, again, I put a lot of stock into, uh, I was, I witnessed accounts of people that seem kind of rational and sane. And, and of course people came and you know, uh, and emailed us and said, well, maybe these, you know, these old, uh, Marines and sailors didn't know what they were looking at, or they're just, you know, they're bragging, you know, and I can tell you from personal experience, World War II was such a horrific event that uh, when my grandfather told me stories, like, you just feel it. Like, he's not joking. This is not... I mean, he told you a lot of humorous things that went on, too, but uh, there were more horrific things they didn't talk about because there's some things that they, they just didn't want to relive and they didn't want anybody else to have to experience that. But something like this, when they told you, it's like, I believe there are kernels of truth there. That plus the over 200 reports of local Saipanese. Yeah, the witnesses. The witnesses who didn't claimed, even yeah. didn't even have a word in their dialect for yeah. lie for lie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a white woman and a white man. Yeah, were taken prisoner by the Japanese. Yeah. So that's so, but still, yeah. what
0: happens is uh, Rick Gillespie, who heads up Tiger, who I still have a tremendous amount of respect for because sure. I'm not yeah. convinced that what he's doing is necessarily nefarious or whatever. I think he's just barking up the wrong tree. And the other thing that happens is when he needs to go out to that island and, and take a trip, it costs several hundred thousand dollars. So it's it's an opportune time to do a press release about something that's been found that well, might be connected. Yeah, it helps you drum up money.
1: And, and this is the thing. When you, when you kind of... Uh, uh, this will be helpful in general when you, when you read, especially these days in this climate, when you read news stories, is be a little bit of a news detective and see how things are worded. It's like... Um, I think they believe they took it to a forensic analyst. Uh, they had a measurement. They didn't have the actual bone. They had a measurement of her... Um, Radius or ulna, I believe it is Her, her yeah. forearm bone. Yeah. Radius is thumb side. Ulna is the other side. I know because yeah. I, I, <laughs> right. I broke my radius. Clean, oh, you did, That's right. Clean did. in half. Yes. Yeah, so when you, I was, it a was very painful. young man.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't the the first time was a little painful when the doctor broke it two weeks later after it had been healing yeah. again because it had been set incorrectly. <laughs> Yeah, that was really painful, and you screamed like a teenage boy. I hyperventilated and
1: nearly oh, passed geez. out. <laughs> that sounds like my dental trip yesterday. Yeah, uh, another, we digress. Another story. <laughs> uh, no, so but listen to the way it's, it's phrased. That they they took the measurement and then uh, this is what I love and and again this is the one article that I read that uh, about the um, about the new discovery the findings. So they took it to a, a the measurement uh, and a forensic analysis at analysis. That's right. Analyst, excuse me. Oh, forensic, forensic analyst. analyst, okay. Took a, a photo where he could see a partially exposed forearm of Amelia and did a calculation that way. So it's an educated guess. It's not like they had a bone like, well, no, no, that looks, yeah, that all, yeah, that this all might lines be, up.
0: But the problem is, and I think we covered this when we did the show, when we did the series, and it's been a while. And as you can possibly imagine now, we've done 50 plus episodes, and we are collecting a huge amount of, data yeah. about stories like this and <laughs> yeah. sometimes details get fuzzy after yeah. a while but um they they already had found bones on the island there were there were times when there were natives living there even though it was a very small island and there they was there was visit. evidence yeah. of burials
1: yeah. that had right. been there yeah that weren't necessi- beads yeah not necessarily related a, to a immunity. part of a folding knife i believe on uh i can't remember if that was howland or one of the one of yeah. the islands there yeah, so artifacts can be found because, as you realize, the the Polynesians, as they travel great distances, they want to disembark for a bit, stretch their legs, or or you know, uh, collect seabird eggs, whatever they're doing. Yeah. So for. Maybe thousands of years. There's been visitation on the, on these islands, and uh, over that amount of time, people drop things. Yeah, yeah. So again, or like, hang
0: out for a minute and leave their yeah. stuff there. Whatever. Forget their freckle cream.
1: Yeah, uh, the freckle or their cream jar, their high-heeled beige yeah. uh, low-rise pump, whatever it is. Yeah. So um, yeah, the fact that you found something that's maybe a woman's article of that time period is like, well, that's intriguing. It should be in, uh, investigated. Doesn't really point to Amelia
0: um i also i mean i don't know yeah and this is pure speculation so i probably shouldn't say it but i'm not convinced on that trip that she would have taken freckle cream with her i don't know how important <laughs> that is i don't know
1: she she was you a know? she was a tough gal yeah uh, we i just don't of like oh for... i have to get my
0: freckle cream you know, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know
1: you know what um I'm like she she's gotta had, worry about staying alive <laughs> she had a sinus sinus drainage tube yeah i think coming out of her head or, yep. or her sinuses um the bathroom is not much of a bathroom at all. No, they place. had to crawl over gas tanks, gas tanks to get to, to, get to, get to the back on the um, on the Electra 10 I don't think she was really worried about all that. Like, no, she's oh, going to crawl Newton's back there. See me, not very well made up today. Yeah, I, yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, she she's a a tough pioneer woman. Yeah. Um, so she is not. Uh, again, maybe maybe she you know she does get photographed when she lands places and and there's going to be newsreel footage, but. Maybe not such a big deal. But, like, how did that get there? That could be a very interesting story or nothing at all. Like, yeah, you know, somebody dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but, but it's not yeah. its not hardcore
0: proof. And no, that's but that the thing to remember. Okay, so, but yeah. the, and here's the other thing. Yeah. Saipan, we may never find anything because the story is that when they did, when the government did conclude that she had been held prisoner there and possibly executed there... They sent a, a mop-up team, and th- theoretically, she could have. She and Fred both may have been dug up and moved and disappeared yeah, permanently. Yeah, well, you
1: don't. You don't know that. That yeah. could be. You know, and I'm the plane was that,
0: supposedly yeah. burned, or you know, Strafed and. Then, and and, and there was a director. Yeah, the director yeah. was looking for the one documentary director was yeah. looking for, it and I don't think he found anything on his first incursion into the field looking for remains. But right. uh, it may be that this is one of those things we'll never know unless some you know freedom of information act or something later or after a certain number of years they say hey you know what she was because she had said that she there were spy cameras in the belly of her plane
1: that she may or may not have known about or they, excuse me they yeah. were in
0: there but they, there was a there, gentleman who said he installed Navy them yes yeah, yeah. so
1: a uh, who said that he, he did install those on the plane now i could see this if you get captured by the japanese at that at that time period well they're going to hold you for questioning because again white woman white man what are you doing out here That's very unusual. Once they find the cameras on board, now the story has changed. You are now a spy, and they don't take kindly to that. Yeah, Um, actually, any nobody does. No, (laughs) no, no. no, yeah, that's still frowned upon.
0: Spying is frowned upon. And
1: you were not held to. Not that they follow the Geneva Convention very closely, either. The uh, the, you know uh, any of the Axis uh, powers, but once they found that out, you're free and clear to be pretty much done away with. So yeah. I, I would say at that point, they probably just held her and it's like, look, we're, we're about to get overrun here uh, by the U.S. Navy.
0: If they find out we've had her these couple of years, yeah, it's not good. Right. There's, it's a no-win situation. It doesn't
1: look good for anybody. And, yeah. and again, if she's found alive, it's like, wait, how did you get there? Well, the Navy put me up to this. It's yeah, like, and then on top that of that,
0: yeah. she, that would imply that she was abandoned. Not implied, but it, yeah. would, it would prove that she had been abandoned
1: by the U.S. government. Well, they put her on a, on a a trip on a perilous trip. She's America's sweetheart. You know, you got to remember at this time, she's in all the papers, she's in all the newsreels. Uh, everyone's rooting for, and you you put her on this mission, didn't tell her about it, and then she gets captured. That doesn't look great. So again, it's just better if it all just kind of goes away and remains a mystery. So yeah, but but getting back to that the, that recent discovery, that am I right? That was the uh, the big claim is that they had found a, a bone fragment. That may have been hers. Wasn't yeah, that, wasn't yeah. that? Yeah, the, the, that was the, the thing? claim. Yeah. yeah, and it right. was
0: something that I think they'd had for a long time, just like with the piece of the Electro-10E that they said they had that was part of her plane, but was... Yeah. oh the hatch under, yeah. yeah, but under analysis is it was uh, shown. Other engineers said no, that's not, right. it's not from an e So right. it's it's a little dicey. So that that's that. Anytime you see a new announcement about something, you got to take that with a grain of yeah. with a grain of salt. But certainly uh,
1: report on it. We want to, you know, yeah, we'd we love we want, to hear about Yeah, it. We love yeah. to hear the, uh, you know. Uh, from a news standpoint, I love to hear any kind of updates at all.
0: But if you see the word "solved" in the headline, <laughs> mystery—that's sol- your first red flag. all caps, yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's uh, in a very general sense clickbait. Yeah. For everything, so yeah. And and again, now what's funny is that you're seeing um, journalism take a cue from internet stories and adopting some of the phraseology that you're seeing, you know, that was relegated to uh, crap on the internet. So yeah, yeah. So it's again, uh, mystery solved or uh, you won't believe this or who looks like this now right it's, you know so it's all these you'll see these trends kind of come up in, uh, again and again and uh, and uh, again, do your own detective work read the read read the article and look for keywords. It, it's like again it was like a, a fragment of the bone that uh, again you know, and and also <laughs> and uh, also too. <laughs> also too the bone. No there was nothing def- if you look at it there was nothing definitive and it's, it, and what I love though is that it was compared to a photograph where a partial arm, a forearm was... It's like, they didn't even see the full forearm. Yeah. And the guys are like, well, all right, if I take the ruler millimeter-wise and I line up here, it's pretty close. It's just like, is that—is You know, and I'm sure he was, you know, give us an answer. It's like, oh, oh yeah, probably, maybe, sure, okay. Yeah, you know, that could be it. Not to, Right, <laughs> that could be it, not definitive. <laughs> so again, it's... It, but again, we love these uh, stories. We're always... Uh, the other thing that we're always looking at is is a, a an amazing story... That seems to drop off and you never hear the conclusion. Oh, yeah. And we're like, well, what happened with that? Well, no one's looking into it or nobody wants to talk about it anymore. So it kind of goes away. But we always want to know what was the final conclusion on that?
0: Yeah, so. I think what the the hallmark for that one is the hospital that where the strange smell. That you know, all the local, people like passed yes. out or something.
1: Uh, No, that was very odd. Do we have it, the follow up on that? I probably shouldn't have brought it up. I I don't think the woman it was went solved. in right, and it people was a started guy. pass. A guy yeah, went on the
0: gurney, and people started passing out. Oh no, it, or it, something. Look, or it was a,
1: yeah. This is, very quickly. This is yeah. oh, this is a long time ago. So I, I again, this is back when people got the newspaper and you read the newspaper stories, and then you got the next one for the next day or a week later, and you looked for the follow up. Yeah, you know, yeah. And sometimes it would not have it. So. No, th- this uh, young guy was brought in, I think in his 20s. And this was, again, a local Southern California, you know, one of the outlying birds here, uh, Rialto or something, Diamond Bar, whatever it is. He gets brought in and he is giving off fumes that, that are right, toxic. That's what it, um, it was, yeah. Um, and I, again, I don't want to disparage him. I don't know if he was trying to commit suicide uh, or if he accidentally ingested some kind of uh, some kind of toxin. But basically, that's what happens, that you can get uh, a good friend of mine um, who's a, a fireman. He's a fire captain. Yes. Uh, in the town where I might be from. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, we were talking about this, and he said, yeah, sometimes people who try to commit suicide with arsenic or something, when, they are, when first responders show up and they get brought to the hospital, that can make first responders sick or hospital staffs sick because it's now coming out of your pores. You're basically now a sock, uh, uh, you know, doused with this stuff that's giving right. off fumes. And so he said, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Sometimes, you know, you just, you have to be aware and they want to know, of course, what you took. So this gentleman's wheeled in. I don't know. They couldn't figure out what he had taken, but basically hospital staff were passing out. I believe yeah. some, a, a paramedic, a paramedic or two. Now the most compelling thing is like, sure. You know, we could say like, well, it's mass hysteria because that is a lineup, um, Or mass hysteria and that kind of thing where somebody starts, I don't feel well. I don't feel well either. Like in a fourth and a fifth person, we all don't feel well. We're all dizzy. We're all nauseous and we have to sit down. That's kind of the breeding ground there for mass, for that type of mass hysteria. What the deal is with this one is that it was so noxious. I believe there's a woman who is a, uh, emergency room doctor. She passed out and suffered some kind of paralysis. She was out for a while and I don't believe has ever recovered. And I I believe she had to give up her medical uh, Her she couldn't practice medicine anymore. And we don't know what happened with that. Yes. Again, that's that's happened when people take ant poison. And I think they tested for all those things. And so what was mysterious is that it was and generally, yeah, it'll make you sick and maybe make you nauseous. But it was so strong that, you know, he was like a like a bomb. He was just yeah, people were just passing out and suffering permanent damage. So that was the interesting aspect of that.
0: Yeah. Don't, where's don't the follow-up i
1: don't know again <laughs> this is back this is this maybe pre-internet and i was i was looking i was checking the paper and yeah and uh, every once in a while i'm just listening to the news see if and and never heard anything and and sometimes that's the thing you never hear anything because there is no follow-up answer yeah nobody ever, ever finds out a good theory on anything so all right so we've yeah. had a few other
0: questions and um oh my gosh so look who's in here it's uh oh. corin who was, oh yes. who, Found us that copy of the uh, she is Rubaiyat of uh, Omar Khayyam. She's down under right yeah, now. Yeah, she's down. She's down under, and also Tess is in here, and several other people who are making strong requests. Strong requests. Yeah, for witch stories.
1: Uh, oh, which course... are you sure
0: those are not all Tess?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tess, we love you, and we are going to do what I promise. Yeah. And, and uh, she's had some great suggestions because um, I don't know if it's like a, a pet topic of, her, of hers or she's. I kind of studied it or read books on the sign, but she's very knowledgeable. Yes. So she's trying to get, uh, she's trying to get us or uh, I believe maybe tempt us to, to with a, r- a really good one. So, and that's the problem when, when it's a very broad one uh, you know, she was saying like, well, how about the Scottish witch trials? Those were, you know, much more sensational and, and crazy than uh, uh, uh Salem or, or Salem. Uh, yeah. You know, our local ones here in the, in, in New England. Uh, and there's, there's plenty of them. It's like, or, you know, we don't want to. The thing is, she knows this, is that we try to spread out these topics here and there, so it's not like five witch episodes in a row, and it's like, yeah, we, oh, do. I we love those, but I'm getting a little fatigued well, on those. We have an internal term
0: yeah. that we call topic fatigue, which, <laughs> which we
1: suffer. We from. usually get first. <laughs> we get first, like, <laughs> but then, oh my the god, listeners. there's one more part of this. We got you guys yeah.
0: get it too. Yeah. So it's we we do try to space things out, and and just so you know, we're yeah. we're actually actively we're going to be down for. Uh, three weeks—the uh, last two weeks of December and the first week of January—which is the longest break we take annually. Yes. Um. And during that time, which which we will be—it's
1: be... a, a gift to both you and
0: us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really. yeah. But we are going to be planning out. Uh, we're trying to plan the whole next year in advance. Uh. Because we have a stop painting us into a corner. No, we can do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've already got a list. We've, I mean, we have a folder with thousands of ideas in it. People are sending ideas in. We, uh, someone else just asked if we had ever thought about doing a mailbag episode.
1: Well, that's which, yeah, that's a
0: little bit like this. Yeah, yeah which we totally are are going to be doing that because we get yeah. some really great emails. Uh, but we want to get out in front of our stories a little more, so we have more time to round up people for interviews, and no, also and it gets, it the gets arc our is arc, ready. Yeah, it, it to gets work. them
1: kind of lined up to uh, start poking around, and what and just so you know, like what Tess will do is she'll she'll start a kind of a chat column or a research column. So for each topic, because there's different fields that we look at, is there uh, any published articles or uh, authority figures that have spoken out on this? And so eyewitnesses, yeah, she'll kind of organize that, and and so yeah, it's a good, it's really a good way uh to get that kind of mapped out and and again yes we are filled with thousands of stories yeah but a again lot. We, we, a lot of it too is, is that we it, it sounds kind of strange but we we're sometimes struck with inspiration in that um not again it's it people didn't like this one some some really liked it if you're a gamer you probably <laughs> dug it but polybius yeah i had heard about the name and of course it's in the simpsons episode and it's kind of it's kind of fun Uh, didn't know the full story, but I was. I we were going to go see a movie and I was driving over and I think I can't remember if it came up on NPR, but and uh, I was I was listening to it and I said, Hey, have you ever heard of Polybius? He's like, No, and then we just I started explaining it to it. it It's like, That's it, we got to do that, that. we got to do that. Yeah, because and again, sometimes that happens,
0: it comes out of blue, out of the blue. And and even if we make a list for next year, that won't stop us from being struck, as you said, struck by inspiration. Because some stories you say, How can we not cover this? And there's all kinds of things that. Are fascinating to me and that are on the possible list for next year people keep yeah. asking about some of the big ones like the jersey devil which i just saw in the thread here
1: that's and, mothman level yeah uh, because yeah it's a big he, one he also owns a hockey team yeah. which is, <laughs> it, but again it, 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 yes it's a owner napoleon's older brother younger oh, oh we've I, already done yeah. this no i know we, we yeah what did you say for it was that. his no no i said he, it was a close relative so yeah, yeah, i, I yeah. thought it, I right. it was a brother or a nephew Right. And somebody wrote, it's like, and, and then yeah, you're absolutely right. It they was, saw it uh, outside a fort, right, or something. They were at a fort, yeah, I believe. And uh, again, he shot at it. It rolled in the sky, yeah, kept on that. going, which rolled in the sky. Hey, that's uh, you know Terry Sherman, Skinwalker Ranch. You shoot it, and uh, a, a chunk of uh, rotted uh, bat meat comes flying off. Yeah, but it keeps on going. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, that again, that's a big one. So there are these very large topics that we get asked to do that we know they are that that's, they're
0: going to be multi-parters that's
1: going to be a magilla and yeah. it's going to take reading a couple of books and 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 taking a while to, to cole and, and maybe even lining up an interview if we if we can get one and speaking of that we had one complaint that I, uh, on itunes that i want to address it's kind of just oh quick, wait no I'm just quickly find it. just quickly not that one that's oh, a, that's, a, I wanna, that's i want to do want to read one though we're going to that is perhaps the best comment we've ever gotten from my standpoint <laughs> the one i'm about to find <laughs> yeah, no it's find like it. look we we did uh, somebody was saying like hey you know what and, and again People are complaining about the ads, and I and I get that. You're not used to that in this format. You get it everywhere else, but it helps keep us going. It keeps and, the lights on. Um, it's a fact of life. It's this gonna, light. It's gonna, yeah, this it's one right. which yeah, <laughs> if it, if it burns out, we have to buy, put you know, pay out of our own pocket for a lot of expenses. So anyway, um, hopefully, there are things you can use. But yes, it's just it's going to happen. If you listen to any, any all the other podcasts that I listen to that are that are kind of um, at this level have some kind of sponsorship some kind of advertising if you if you enjoy a podcast and they don't have any well they're probably just starting out and they're trying to build their audience so at some point they can get the thing to pay for itself so they probably will have ads and sponsorship later on but it, it, in regards to this one uh, comment it was just somebody saying like hey i just listened to that that interview with that linda woman and it was basically like 2 hours of an ad for her book you know another yeah. ad like and my thing was have you heard any other author being interview anywhere about anything <laughs> that's what an interview with an author is yeah. they have agreed kindly to and come every your single show.
0: appearance on every television show <laughs> yeah. nighttime talk show they're on there anybody, to plug something anybody, they're not yes. on there because they're bored
1: no yeah. or or if if in hey. fact they'd rather be at home a lot of
0: them uh, well yeah. because i know course. people that
1: have done it <laughs> they like, have to put pants on and get dressed up and wait my, i want to i
0: want to read this one review okay go ahead um this is for uh, I, I I thought in the spirit of, of Jimmy Fallon forcing his guests to read negative tweets. I think no, that's uh not Fallon. That's Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Uh, Kimmel, yeah, mean me. tweets. Yeah, mean tweets. I wanted to read one of our uh, recent reviews from November first on iTunes by Amory Abbott and uh, or Amory. I'm not <laughs> Amory, sure. Thank Amory. Thank you
1: so much. That this is probably the best review on iTunes again from my perspective <clears throat> ever.
0: I've been listening to this podcast for several weeks now. The episodes are fantastic and intriguing, but a frustrating aspect of its, of its listenability. Scott rudely interrupts <laughs> Forrest all the time, that's in all caps, by the way, with annoying yeah. comments and reminders about erroneous information. Stop it, Scott.
1: Forrest, <laughs> all caps as well. Yes. Yeah.
0: Forrest rarely finishes a passage or article without being talked over or derailed by Scott. <laughs> it's super annoying. Wait, hang on, I've got to click more here. Oh, there's more. And stalls out the flow of the story. (laughs) The podcast is really awesome, but I'm having a hard time listening to any more if he keeps being so (laughs) annoying and insensitive. All right, so Forrest, I would just like to say, (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. Oh, no, (laughs) but hey, um, we've had to certainly work this out. I think we've come a long ways. If you what people don't realize is that again, it's, it's kind of, it's part of human nature. You can't blame anybody for this, but, um, uh, thank you. You know, no, what I'm saying (laughs) is like, it's, it's once you put a recording device in your face or in front of your mouth and you have to speak, it's not the same. We try to make this very conversational and a lot of people don't like that either, but you know what, this is how we like talking about these subjects. So we're, it's always, I'm sorry, it's always going to be in kind of that fun vein. And the people that write in and say like, Hey, it's like a couple of friends in a bar or coffee shop discussing these things. That's why I love it. You get it. That's why that's, that's our format. That's how we're doing it. Plus uh, we're trying to make it informed. So it's not just like, I heard a story. I don't know where it came from and blah, blah, blah. So
0: the truth is I get excited. I get excited about these topics.
1: I, and it's hard for me not to chime in, but I'm trying
0: to be better about (laughs) Not and I do it off. too, like yeah. I'm doing
1: like I'm doing now, well, no the part the, that's the thing when we first start out, you're kind of fighting like like he's i I'm excited, I want to jump in and say something, so I'm waiting for him to stop. The problem is that he doesn't stop, so then I'm like so I have to jump in, what do I have a comment on that, so that you jump in and try and say something, and then it, it and then it's a it's it's a mishmash, so uh once you hear that back a few times and you've done a few episodes, you realize like, okay, well, that's not working, that's annoying us. And and we can certainly you know uh, some people don't like it. They like they they've written believe it or not they've written in saying like we like the 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 ban- the jumbled banter and the uh, you know back and forth. Some people just really hate it. So you're never going to please everybody. Uh, but well, I think that's we, so,
0: that's when Forrest will say to me this is off the record. He'll be yeah. like, um, "Well, maybe we're just not the show for you." <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, uh, yes. If and again, if, anybody, if you uh, there's some shows that get. Uh, uh, you know, mostly all positive reviews, five stars. But if you track them over time, you'll see that, oh, it's down to four and a half because people write in. It's like people, there's people who don't like Radiolab. It's like for me, it's like, yeah. what? What's That's not probably, to like? It's what's not to like. But they did, oh, you mentioned this and I don't like the tone and you're implying this and, and I don't believe in that. Again, it comes down to belief. So we get that. Look, you're just, they they just, they want to express their opinion and there's nothing wrong with that. But as far as, as, as our manners, I, I think it takes practice. I don't know where he's going. I'll be he's gonna, right back. <laughs> how can you get to leave? I have to hold this thing down now by, my, by myself? All right, I'm just going to do what I just ramble, which is what I usually do. The point being is that um, it takes practice. So as, as we've done now 55 shows, uh, we think we're getting better at it. We still get excited and, and we'll step over each other, but, but we're aware of it. So And we're, we're working to fix the problem. And and now he's back. Here
0: so anyway. right, right. Here's the broadcast news thing. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but yeah. you got to pull your shirt back.
1: Well, and sit. I'm on already it. sweating see? like Albert Brooks. So yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I turn the fire Thank off. Thank
1: goodness. Yeah. And now I'm going to try and stop banging the chair. But see, it, again, it's all these little things that are. Uh, it's it's a bit of craftsmanship, and it's and it's funny. It's like I'm sure Chris Cogswell, uh, one of our star members of the Ark, there will realize that like once you get on there, and you may have written out notes and know exactly what you're going to say. But it's a little bit of showmanship to present it correctly. And and he does a great job. He's he's got a lot of facts to go through. And 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 the good thing in his camp on <laughs> his in his column is that he actually knows what he's talking about. So that's but yeah, yeah. And, it, and I'm sure he'll tell you as he's doing more shows now that you get more comfortable with it. Uh you might from feedback kind of know what to leave in, what to leave out. That's another big thing, too, is that with these, yeah, we could have 10 episodes probably on each topic, depending on what it is. But we just can't talk about everything. Now, there's some yeah. that we've we've discussed that if we were more like Serial, for
0: for example, yeah. we could make a whole year out of you Edgar could, Casey easily. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this, I mean, not a, I don't know, a 36 episode year. You could if you wanted to, but you could definitely do what Serial does, uh, or did with 12 or 13 episodes, which is what we like to call three months of work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it's like, uh, the Summerton man. That was, that's when you could have, you could have had 13 episodes on that because yeah. it starts branching out into each area. Oh, to wrap that up. I don't know if we had a conclusion other oh. than, no, other than that, we, we, this is the thing mystery, not solved. We still right. don't know who he is, right? But he was probably an American. That was a big question. Yeah, aluminum comb, which we said by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the gum, all the the stitching, the tie, all that. He he probably it probably pointed to him being an American. So we do know that now.
0: Yes, or that's more
1: likely. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, it's not necessarily
0: more likely by the recent right information. Right. But but you if know, you but yeah, get, but no, like, we already knew he had a DNA that traced back to the east coast of North America, right? And right. Thomas Jefferson specifically. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah. Well, he's to blame. So yeah, uh, if you if. Uh, that one though, is a subject though, that's one where, yeah, there's a lot of meat on the bone, pardon the expression that you could have made a 13, a whole season out of that and ended with a, with a, you know, a kind of a cliffhanger kind of thing. And we, a, and a, we, we often watch a lot of, uh, 48 hours and Dateline and those kind of shows. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you see how that kind of format can, could, could be stretched out. So that was the popular appeal of serial. Right. Now, some some things we try and, uh, I think just by, it's, it's so hard, I also want you to realize, too, you, you fabulous listeners, that uh, when we do a single topic, if we wrap it up in one episode, we immediately then, like, the next morning have to start on another one, and yeah. with our schedules, it's really hard, so... If we could take one topic and at least break it into two two pieces, yeah. And in my case, manageable.
0: in my case, there's a seven-year-old
1: in the mix, so. Yeah, he's not, he's not helping out. <laughs> we'll have he's have
0: to go get in uh, about 30 minutes. That's right,
1: so it'll be me for another hour while he's uh, <laughs> No, no, up no, we'll one. be done. Okay, by thank we'll goodness. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, just quickly, yeah, before, go ahead. before we go any further, we got to say we're going to take uh, one more break here, and we'll be right back.
1: Uh, Forrest, what time is it? Who are you, injured? Cold?
0: <laughs> it's almost five. Why? I gotta go pick up the kid, and the wife's gonna be home soon, I- Uh Aha, and you didn't go grocery shopping for dinner, did you? No, but you know what? I don't have to. Blue Apron already did the shopping for me. Oh, right. It's your Blue Apron day. So what are you making? Brown butter and chestnut gnocchi with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. Ooh, Fancy. Yeah, most of the time, it's stuff that'd be hard to find at my local grocery store. Plus, I can feel good about feeding it to my family because the beef, chicken, and pork are raised responsibly. The seafood is sourced sustain—I'm going to get you for this. <laughs> <You'll>,
1: no, the <laughs> seafood—
0: You had it perfect, <laughs> the referee. I know. Yeah. The seafood is sourced sustainably, and the produce is grown using regenerative farming. Not only that, all the packaging is recyclable or biodegradable, and Blue Apron only ships you what you need, so there's no food waste. Wow, you're a hero to the planet as well as your family. You know it. I'm also a hero to our budget because the meals are under $10 per person.
1: Yeah, it's hard to find even a fast food meal for that amount these days, and none of it's very good for you. But when you start up with high quality ingredients, you end up with a high quality meal.
0: Exactly, and Blue Apron is customizable. We can either choose from a variety of recipes each week based on what we feel like having, or let the Blue Apron culinary team surprise us. There's several delivery options to choose from, and since there's no weekly commitment, we only get deliveries when we want them.
1: Well, I can't think of any reason not to try it out, and Blue Apron also makes a great holiday gift. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping
0: by going to blueapron.com astonishing. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash astonishing. Blue Apron, a
1: better way to cook. What are you doing? Are you on your phone under the table? Go go, go ahead, I'm listening. listening. You say that all the time. Clearly you haven't been listening to my
0: witty rant. Sorry, I'm just, I'm having trouble finding the right gift for a hard-to-shop-for
1: person. Well, here's an idea. How about a Harry's limited edition gift set? Oh, okay. Now I'm actually listening to you. <laughs> well, check this out then. This holiday, Harry's is offering their limited edition shaving set, which comes with a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can get engraved with a person's initials, oh. three of Harry's German engineered five blade cartridges, a foaming shave gel that really works and smells terrific. And it all comes in a really classy looking gift box. Now, you can get all of this for 30 bucks on harrys.com. You're going to pay almost that much for just a pack of eight blades at the store. And a super smooth close shave is something everyone can use, men and women. Well, I do know that if you want to
0: try them out yourself, Harry's offers starter sets with blades and handles starting at just 10 bucks,
1: Or treat yourself with a gift set this holiday season. Right. But you better act fast because free shipping ends December 9th. So don't wait. And as a special
0: offer for our fans, I've personally arranged a deal with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you enter the code Legends at checkout. You just negotiated that right now on your phone. Once again, free shipping ends on December 9th, so act now. Go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter the code LEGENDS at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com, code
1: LEGENDS. My name is Nancy Rodriguez. Scott and Forrest want to thank you for partaking in tonight's episode of Astonishing Legends. Yeah, we're doing a nice uh, flash cut. How are, we, how are we coming back in? Anyways? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay, very good. We'll leave. It. We might just leave this alone for you, two. Yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Um, there,
0: there is something else I wanted to talk about. Again, yeah, we I have a couple come, of big questions coming up. Too. Yeah, I wanted to come back to. Um, the rules again oh and also i want to say hey to tim tim Cunahan, who's in the chat room oh, yeah, right now yeah. tj tj um he's a, he's a great friend of the show and i actually uh during my travels over thanksgiving and i managed to hook up with him and we played blackjack uh which was with well, a, a couple of, of
1: people and, and one remotely yes but via skype
0: yes yeah with uh one remotely and we we had a great time and he has his own show called pints and puzzles uh yeah, which yeah. is an excellent podcast if you guys want to check that out yeah. i would say to enjoy it it's a very unique format and uh, I really enjoy listening to that show. And I also enjoy Tim's personality. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. I, um, so let's come back to the rules again. People have asked somebody, oh, I would get a PDF of that. Truth is, we uh, are thinking about trying to figure out how to maybe put that into a book. But it's it's got to be... An animated <laughs>
1: VR experience is <in laughs> 3D. Know, that's a good idea.
0: Uh, we're, we're well, that'd be, edge, right? If you
1: could do that, that'd be very scary. We don't, we don't um, yeah. have a whole lot of what do people want to know
0: about it well they wanted they saying that they want to see it written out then they, they would get by a pdf you, you want it. me to tell
1: you what what the actual how does it work what, what are the rules what are the rules yeah
0: i mean you've got so many of them i guess but oh you know there, there we go a well, lot we just, of them,
1: sorry we just had a uh a, a blip i think our uh our logo here in the back went out for a second oh did it that's weird yeah, a little bit yeah okay Maybe it's because we're talking about the oh, rules. Oh, it's, uh, Maybe it's, it's uh, also
0: getting dark outside, so I think oh, the you're, exposure you, you, is adjusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, yeah.
1: so yeah. it uh, yeah adjusted for that. Yeah, here's the deal on the rules. It's not really formal. It's it's um, I think what people are talking about is that. After you've seen hundreds and thousands of stories, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds of stories, that maybe maybe thousands of accounts, and you've kind of read up on them or heard them from different people, the biggest thing I can say is that you will start to see patterns. If I'm good at anything, it's probably being observant and seeing patterns in things, which humans are innately you know, trained to do. You, because it's a survival thing if you want to go back to caveman times. It's like, hey, you know, Ug go out, you know, Tiger Track, Ug dead. That's, <laughs> that's the pattern, like, Tiger Track, don't go there. Right. So uh when you start to hear these stories and you start to hear things being repeated, ways of things happening, that's really kind of what it is. Why do certain things seem to happen and why do other things seem not to happen? If you believe this and you believe that this is, you know, uh item a is possible why does item b always seem to follow or why does item c never seem to happen cute case in point it's like look if you believe that uh you know the deceased go on to become spirits and some are trapped in a in a different plane and they're able to visit us some go on to the white light and the end the light and this house is clean the light this house is clean <laughs> if you believe if you believe any of that and and uh at all at all or is that some people are kind of like don't know where they are they were they were you know again they as they always say if you if you died very tragically quickly you weren't prepared you were murdered you were in an accident something happened something tripped up your trip uh to the other side wherever you're supposed to go Uh, yeah if if you were if if you were in that in that realm and some people are good some some people are bad. Some people interact with you. They try and help. They it's it's a little girl in the you know the sixth sense who wants to solve her own murder by Munchausen's proxy from her own mom. There's something that they want to happen. I don't know how he uh, remembers
0: details like that. I've in, seen in subplots. I don't know how he does that. And then all That's, the people and the names yeah. he knows that was why when I was like, because someone else asked what inspired us it's to get started. It's the single started. malt
1: scotch he got me right before the show. <laughs> well, or, or it really hinders. It's I, one yes, or the other. Yeah. I did.
0: Well, it's your birthday.
1: so <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, yeah. happy birthday
0: okay. to uh, Forrest or Uncle hey. Forrest as all our friends call him seriously and that's why yeah. i got the single malt but uh um, oh, thank
1: you so much very very much appreciate it that's yeah. not what the, this is diet a and w yeah beer, which is all he had in the fridge so. yeah we found out the hard yeah. way
0: that uh more than a few drinks is not good for an episode there's right? a <laughs>
1: very fine line where it's just it's just comedy genius yeah and then it's just r- mumbling and rambling I even more so
0: i'm not sure it's mixed every, with a
1: lot more slurring from me so i'm not sure yeah. it's ever genius but um okay
0: but uh but i i do want to say that uh well i lost my train of thought
1: well, you were you were amazed that I, I remember Oh yeah all the stuff um, that
0: somebody had asked how you know how do yeah. we how were we um, lots of people are saying happy birthday. Everyone oh, is you. saying happy thank birthday. Thank you so much. Look at all these nice people. Oh. Kelly Park, Terry Favor, whose name I said wrong on the show. I'm correcting it right now. Favre. Yeah, yeah no. I said Favre. I thought Brett Favre. It's Favre. But he doesn't have an
1: eye. Brett, does he? No, it's F A V R E. Yeah, so Terry I said your name. Far he right. just goes good. by Favre. Yeah. Okay. But um, thank you so much. Thank you to all of you. You make you really are the ones that um, make this possible. Keep keep us going because uh, we would have done half the amount of shows if no one was ever listening. So <laughs> finally realizing by twenty five shows, we should stop this. Yeah. Uh, then it's it's fun to get together and talk about this stuff, which is why we started in the first place. Which is what yeah. we were already doing, and when yeah. when we were sort of germinating
0: the idea of starting a show to to whomever asked earlier about what motivated us uh, we, we found that a lot of people were seemed to be interested in the topics that that we were constantly talking about and we both had exposures to different areas yeah. of them force. Forrest's information is a lot more detail-oriented than mine. I have a large collection of broad strokes of stories.
1: He's heard it's about super, so it's on many the surface. things. Yeah, 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 and I
0: save that part of it. Yeah. I save the title of the story, and I save the first paragraph of the story. Forrest saves the middle names of the characters. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> not like, always. It's Really, it's, it's, like, about, it's, it's about something that grabs me, and it makes, again, it could be subconscious, it makes a connection, but it's like when you, when you talk about the rules, and I talk about being observant, uh and sometimes I'll, I'll tell scott it's the button of a story that's the little hook that uh well this was weird that happened and then this happened and that puts a whole different spin on it it's um uh like with the sixth sense it's it's um i went to film school so you know i've i've been always been interested in filmic stories and and cinematic uh uh cinematic stories and, and getting you know turning a real life event or something and, and how does that make a good what we talked about earlier how does an event or an idea become a good show it's it's different a, a great idea may not make a great movie um i i had a great edward Dimitrik was a great uh, old-time uh uh film director work with every big name in in uh, in film uh marlon brando montgomery Clift, all the names that you younger folks are not even going to know who they are uh but you older folks will uh but he told me it's, it's sometimes you have a great springboard idea but it it never turns into a great story. Just quickly, and and then we're you know what we get to divulge here or uh, digress. digress and depart. Yeah, uh, because this is all due frontier for us. Uh, they there was a, a great idea being kicked around Hollywood in the late forties, early fifties, about a Pony Express mailbag being found in modern in, in current era. You know, so it'd be like the late it'd be like the late fifties, early sixties when he was at, at his height, um, and. You, they open the bag and it's all these undelivered letters. So the post office, they deliver the letters. And, and how does this, so the story follows. How do you follow all these people? And it, it changed all these lives. Right. Getting this new information like, Grandpa Joe murdered four people. What the, what? Yeah. You know, or <laughs> I've hid, a, a, you know, a stash of gold coins up in, you know, Bandit Mountain. And if you can go find them. And it's like, that's a great idea. That's a great springboard idea. And when he's, uh, you know, Professor Dimitrik said, like, it just, ne- no one could ever do anything with it. They couldn't, couldn't all figure the out how be- to make it work. All the best screenwriters in Hollywood at the time. And there were some greats. Um, nobody could make it work. Although it was like, great. So anyway, getting back to what what makes a good episode uh, or what makes a good story is that it uh, it has to round itself out and, and have certain elements. It can't, it's generally hard to talk about something, as we, as we said earlier, where it's just one, one item. So if it's uh, getting back to the rules, or I'm sorry, the sixth sense, that's what it was. Something, an emotional connection, and that, and how do I remember this stuff? When that scene, when it's the wake of the funeral, and, you know, it'll still, there's two parts of that movie that really choked me up. And and that's that's one of them, when they come in and they, he hands the box and it's the videotape and the father's just so distraught and people are trying to console him. Oh yeah, and he puts the tape in, and now, even uh, I remember that. Song. I'm going to start crying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He puts Aww. the tape in, and he's first. He's, he's so happy he sees his daughter again. Yeah, and then he sees the mom put the lysol or whatever. It's like don't you know, eat the soup. Don't tell me it tastes funny. Yeah. The next shot where it's just the mom and she looks up, and this is great. Spoiler directing. alert! This by is, the way, it's been out for 15 years now. <laughs> you, you you should have seen it by now. Uh, no, it's, and again, this is good direction. It's, it's it's Hitchcockian in a way. You see the mother's expression, and she looks up. And then the next shot is just everybody standing, just looking like, how could you do that? And then she just it cuts back to her and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just the emotion there. You don't have to you don't have to come out and say it. You just know what they're feeling. And then, of course, the other one was at the end when uh, uh, and the way it's again, this is good writing where he phrases it. It's, you know, he, he's talking to Tony Collette is the, the mom. And Haley Joel Osment says, I'm ready to tell you my secret, blah, blah, blah. And I have a I have an answer from Grandma. And again, this is that this is how you work the button is that I, you know, uh, and he says the answer is every day. Tony Kellett, his mom, starts crying and he goes, why why are you crying? What was the question? And he's like, do I make you proud? Oh, so anyway. Yeah. 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 So uh, getting back to the rules and and the way uh, the way things happen is, uh, look. Okay. so my earlier thing is like if you if you die and you believe that people are trapped. Well, you got to believe that some people are good. Some people are serial killers if they could go around randomly from the spirit world and keep on murdering people, don't you think they'd be doing that? If they yeah. like, like I got free array. No one can see me. I can sneak in and, and I can fling knives at people or uh, what I've noticed is that I've never, and it, this may have happened um, and I just don't know about it, but I've never heard of something. I've certainly heard of poltergeist activity where fires are started knives are flung into the wall and it just was inches above my head. No, I've never heard of one like it stuck in my eye and, 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 and killed somebody, you know, it, it, or a gun, a gun mysteriously went off with no one holding it and it shot somebody. There seems to be a reason that direct murder, killing of somebody does not happen or maybe is not allowed to happen. So then it brings into question, what is not, who's not allowing this to happen? Well, I, I have my answer, and you probably have yours, if you believe anything like that at all. Uh, but really, the question is, it, again, uh, I believe that um, there are negative forces that can influence people that are vulnerable, that are emotionally in a weak place. Um, they, they, could be, they could be depressed or on drugs or something. But basically, it's, it's the forces that kind of chip away at you. And that can lead to, again, as we saw in the sludge entity, it can drain you down. And so it wasn't like a magic scarf wrapped around some member of the family and choked them to, to death. That does not seem to happen. But the slow whittling away of your life force, your energy, your good health does seem to happen in certain yeah. cases. So yeah. again, so the rules really are um, things that seem to take place. And, and again, look, there's Michelle Belanger, um, could be Belanger, but she's She's been on Jim Jim Show uh Jim Harold uh, Jim Harold the, the paranormal podcast where he does his interviews with authors that are plugging their books. Uh, <laughs> and that's what the show is. Uh when she's written a book, about basically it's it's basically Tobin's Spirit Guide. Yeah. It's naming a lot of di- different demons. There are pow there's power in a name. I again, part of the rules. What 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 power is that? Yeah in a name. Why do you have to ask, why does it make, uh, give you some edge to know the name of whatever, whatever entity it is you're dealing with? But again, if you believe this whole game, that's, that makes a difference. So, uh, but she's written a great book. And so there are people who, yes, who are more studied than us, who actually are, are scholarly and and study these things and make a lifetime of it. And, have written books on, on maybe why these kind of things happen, and they all kind of vary. So the ones I've heard about, you know, uh, especially past life, we get a lot of questions about the afterlife and doing shows about that or, or the other side. Jim even has a whole section of podcasts podcasts called The Other Side, and uh, we don't really dive into it, but it's, it's basically, again, from all these stories that we've heard, it's just noticing certain patterns of why certain things happen, seem to happen the way they do. If you don't believe any of this, then none of it matters. There's yeah. no, there's no, no, no rules apply. We've all, we're all just misinterpreting what we, either we or someone else has been saying.
0: All right. Well, um, yeah. we're getting near to where we're going to be wrapping oh, up already. This. Geez, well, well, no, we been. we got yeah. a few minutes left. Okay. I did. I did want to say first of all to people who are listening to this as a podcast and wondering why. We didn't discuss a particular astonishing legend for the entire right. episode. Mm-hmm. That is because this, I'm reminding everyone, was a live episode and was streamed live on YouTube and we did not announce it as happening until about we were, thirty minutes before. We're sure it was and there's a reason work. for that. We didn't yeah. know if it was gonna work. We didn't know if we would have all the tech sorted out, uh, if the if the streaming software was gonna crash every five minutes if the computers would work right, if the microphones would work right and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't necessarily want to announce it to our full listener base, which and is- further uh,
1: embarrass us even yeah. more so than we already have. <laughs> oh, right. sorry, again, to interrupt you quickly. I don't know if, again, we, this is what happens if you were sitting at a restaurant or a bar or a coffee shop with us and then it's like an hour later, like, hey, you didn't answer my question. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we just love to ramble on about different topics and be very circuitous. But as far as the rules, one day we might kind of start to put this all together. But um, Coffee table I, book. Coffee table book from total, you know, just boneheads who are not uh, uh, officials, uh, at official It could also be anything. a
0: coffee table. The legs. It's
1: good. No, it well, could have a different idea. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it could also, uh, be a different idea. Uh, so, yeah, for those of you, because we have had a lot of people that have asked. It, it's like, as we go along, we'll try and put down things that happen and hopefully you know we would get a a, a collaboration with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about so yeah in in this realm and and kind of formalize this and you might you'll see different aspects of it in different books but anyway to answer that question from our standpoint we're going to try and do something like that yes but i tell you if you have a specific question um like maybe we've heard and, and certainly we're not experts people will sometimes ask us it's like what is going on with this this happened to me i don't know what's happening it's like well we can try and tell you what's happened to other people that we've heard of or give us our best opinion, but we're certainly not experts on anything, as most all of you have figured out by now, so.
0: Yes, and I, um, oh, hello, uh, Fawaz. Yeah. I, oh, I can't believe yeah. you're in here. Uh, this uh, this one of our listeners who I sent a hat to lives in the Middle East. Oh, Very cool. glad to have you uh, watching the show. Hello. Um, but what, what I was going to say was that um, we the next time we do this, we will announce it well ahead of time, and we'll do it during uh, one of our regular episodes, which we'll be back to next week, uh, Tess, Chris, uh, Maria, everyone who's in the ARC who is watching this, we still haven't figured out next week's show.
1: <laughs> hey, <don't>, uh, <laughs> yeah. In the morning, no, no, I'm gonna we am going to work on it. Uh, uh, no, we've <laughs> some very, we, have, we have some very good leads, but this okay. is what we are talking about earlier, is that once you do like a one-off, and it's like we can't, re- we can't relax and rely and formulate a part two and conclusion on yeah. this thing, you immediately have to start on the next thing. We've already had some great uh, leads on research in a couple of different areas that I don't oh. know. We do, we do want to announce because right. they're going to be a surprise. But I just want to say, Tess, great work. Uh, the rest, you Chris and Marie, your little side thing, very interesting. Oh, yes. We'll be looking at that. Yes. I do look at the stuff. I'm in there. I do. look. Yeah. but it's never. But I he's just talking thought.
0: about the uh, the research our, core, yes, our, our, which our is run stream. on a third party app called River, right. Right. Uh, where I am a lot more. Apparently present, but Forrest is <laughs> Forest is lurking in there. I did yeah. want to mention one other thing, though, very quickly. Uh, we had tried; to, we'd written a little bit of a script to share with you guys, and then the the I'm glad the only major issue we had before we started was that my printer wouldn't print it, so we had nothing, um, which is fine because we're kind of yeah. used to that. But I did want to mention that we are making our first live appearance on stage at the Lorenzo Cultural Center, which is connected to Macomb Community College in Detroit on May 4th at 7 p.m. as part of a series that they're having on folklore and tall tales as they relate to Michigan.
1: Yeah. Michigan specific. uh, But, there are is there's a real wealth of uh, great stories, uh, yes. cryptids and uh, spooky things happening and a lot of historical things. It's a very uh, old area. Yeah. That the whole area,
0: so. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Detroit or in the Michigan area you can make it to that, you have from now until May 4th to figure out how to get there. I, I, it's my understanding that's actually free, uh, but they do take okay. a registration for a headcount, and we'll have more information coming out about that. Yeah, it, that'll that, yeah
1: that'll be posted. It's a uh, it's a it's a community center. It's a cultural center. Yeah, it's cultural a cultural center, center
0: yeah. that's connected to auditorium
1: identity. type type of affair. yes. And
0: we'll also be doing separately possibly a 1 hour Q&A on podcasting um, at the same at the same event
1: we'll also be doing a myth type of event no, but that <laughs> no, would be that would be <laughs> awesome <laughs> we're going to blow something up no it's i think there i think it's a uh, it's it's probably a few topics uh, and maybe a Q&A session yes. afterwards
0: yeah. yeah so we're working yeah. on that uh, i did want to let everyone know about that and again we'll give you a bigger heads up next time if you're just hearing this as a podcast and and you're wondering why the format is so different
1: and yeah, um, it's, gonna, it's probably going to sound a little roomier, uh, boomier, and roomier. We are in another space without uh, really high tech blankets. <laughs> in, in, in blanket us. Fortiana, <laughs> blanket Fortiana, which is uh, it's going to yeah. So if you're wondering if you're, if you're just tuning in, I don't know how you do that. You just you you scrubbed ahead about an hour and then yeah. starting here. Uh, but it will sound different. And and you know, let us know um, how you like this format. I mean, it's it's again, this is it's probably a little it's more fun to do because we didn't mm. have to really dive down deep for a week and a half and and get us this all jammed into our yeah, heads you,
0: you may be seeing this again as an emergency if you liked show it. yeah yeah it, and it's, it's, it's our it's,
1: clip show it's which our, is our best it gives of. us
0: a little bit of a break in terms of prep our prep for this was primarily technical uh and we didn't have to be buried in research which helped because right. it was thanksgiving and uh, uh i was traveling and uh, dealing with a lot of other stuff the past two weeks so Uh, It was difficult to prep for something more complex for this particular episode anyway, but we want to keep doing the show and we want to, we know you guys are expecting us. And we also, again, I wanted to remind everyone that we're about to do three shows in a row. That'll be this one followed by two more. And then we're breaking for three weeks for Christmas and we'll be back uh, the second, I guess the second week in January, but we'll, we'll keep you posted on that.
1: Uh, Yeah. So uh, when's the, the next thing? Uh, that is coming out uh, well. a Week from the now, next episode, uh, it's
0: yeah. it's due to be posted a week <laughs> from today, and this uh, one's going to be a day yeah. late, I think. So
1: yeah, it's already it's getting late in the we day have to, here. Yeah, uh, there's some other there's some other elements. There's still there's always post production. It's is not. I'm sorry, it's not uh, one of your YouTube stars where they just they upload. Even then though, uh, I just saw a few for the first time because I'd heard so much buzz about them. And why do they have 46 million followers and, and make 000, 000 a million dollars? Pootie Pie. PewDiePie. and uh, there's a lot of graphics it's like there's a little bit of work that goes yeah. on he doesn't just flick the iPhone on and start talking there's a lot of post that goes with that and it seems it seems very seamless but if you knew what he had to do kind of or someone's doing on the back end, there's a little bit of production so same thing with us is that for this to be an audio feed to appear in your uh, in your podcast feed whatever your platform is to hear it as a regular show, we still have uh, stuff to do, so we're yep. going to take care of that a little bit tonight. I think we're going to give our, ourselves a little bit of a break and then dive into that tomorrow. So, probably Thursday evening, yes, wherever you are, you will be visited by three ghosts uh, and <laughs> and this podcast. So, yeah, we'll be. Uh, I just, oh, I just watched. I'll send that as a link. I just watched my favorite version of uh, A Christmas Carol, which is an animated. It's only about twenty minutes long. It's a short story, of course. Yeah. Uh, Richard Williams produced. Oh, um, nice. And, and Chuck Jones, executive producer from the General Region. I've seen, starting that, one. Off. I've yeah. seen that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no. It's I sent no. that to. Yeah. Yes. It, it creeped me out as a kid in a very good way. Yeah. But it looks like no, it looks nothing else like anything uh, any other version of a Christmas Carol you've seen because the idea was really, it's one of the first and greatest ghost stories about Christmas, and. It's meant to scare you into being good. So yeah. like every good ghost story, there's, a, there's a, usually a, uh, an element there that is a, a cautionary tale and to do better as a human being. So,
0: Well, there you go. Well, on that note, we're gonna sign off for today. We'd like to thank you for joining us for our very first live streaming broadcast, and hopefully not the last. <laughs>
1: well, it, it, unless you really all hate it, and then let us know, and we promise never to do this again. We'll just, we'll do- <laughs> We'll get we'll, back behind yes. the mics, well, and we'll behind just, the camera. We'll have 90 minutes of Lou, the astonishing dog, who's taking a nap currently. it yes. just be her and her antics, so. But seriously, let us know uh, what you liked about it, what you didn't like. If you wanna see this again, and all I can tell you from experience is that we're going to get all of that yeah. in various <laughs> amounts.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank we'll you very see much. see you guys next time.
0: This broadcast is now terminating.
1: that's gonna wrap it up for our first live show. We'd like to thank
0: Squarespace, Movement Watches, Blue Apron, and Harrys.com for sponsoring us. Please
1: remember that supporting our sponsors helps support the show. We want to give a special heartfelt thanks to Fiddleback, whose podcast, GM Word of the Week, is a show for role-playing gamers who want to improve their vocabulary and their games. We support each other on Patreon as well. Thanks for the broadcast tech advice, Fiddleback. Hi. I'm Jennifer Cox. I'm Erin Humphries. My name is Nancy Rodriguez. And, and I, I give, give permission to Astonishing Legends to use my voice for the show to use however they see fit. Galaxy-wide in perpetuity.
0: Our show is edited by Sarah Voorhees, and the theme is by Judson Crane. Sound
1: design is by Ryan McCullough. Special thanks to The ARC and its lead researcher, Tess Feifel. We'd also like to thank John Boland. But most importantly, we want to thank our listeners. You can find us online at astonishinglegends.com, as well as Facebook, Patreon, Twitter, Tumblr, Google+, and Instagram. Copyright Scott Philbrook and Forrest Burgess. Good night.